Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are very excited that you're joining us for the final podcast in our adulting series, which we personally have loved. And thank you guys so much. Yes, it's been so good. And thank you for your feedback and all of your messages. It's been great to hear from you guys and see how the show is really impacting you. We are so, so grateful. And today we're going to talk about why Galentine's is better than Valentine's Day, though. And so first of all, I think it's important that you guys know that I am anti-Valentine's Day. I'm anti all of it. Cody and I don't even celebrate it because why in the world would we go spend $150 on a meal that is literally going to cost us $50 on the 15th? Why would we do that? (laughs) That makes precisely zero sense. Also, a dozen roses should not cost $50 at Trader Joe's when tomorrow it's going to cost $10. It's like, stop it. Okay. They're really getting us with this whole ridiculous day and so we we did want to find a way to talk about romance because we think it's so important to talk about the difficulties and the wonderful things that come alongside romance so what's a better time to do that than on Valentine's day <laughs> hold it where we're hold gathering it. with our hold ladies it. you the know the best part about you is you're anti-capitalist <laughs> i am anti-commercialism yes when it comes to valentine's day i Correct. think it's one of my favorite things about you yeah <laughs> I truly do. I think it's you. Every year I wait for your anti-Valentine's Day post because it's it's so funny. And you're like, listen, people, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. It's all a scam. The people need to know. The people need need to to know. know. The people need to know. They do. Just celebrate the next day. It's fine. If you want to celebrate it, do it on the 15th. It's fine. I will say, I will take any excuse to have chocolate and flowers. And if that's a day that is built in where my husband feels guilt for buying me chocolate and flowers, I personally am okay with that. But I I get so mad if Cody sends me anything on Valentine's Day. The first thing I ask him is, how much were those flowers? Like, I get (laughs) so angry. I'm like, was that $100? Take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, actually, I do say that. I always am like, you better, if you spent more than $10, I swear on your life, you'll, uh-huh. you'll wish you were yes. never born. Like, I'm, I'm going to regret Yeah, I'm pretty this. extreme, yep, too, actually, same. now that you say it. All right, all right, all right, all right. But I want chocolate. I just want to be clear, listeners. Yeah, I am pro-chocolate and pro-flowers. I just want same. them every day. They don't need to just be on Valentine's Day. Correct. I'm so yeah. with you 100%. <laughs> okay, on that note, I just have to tell you one sweet thing. So my husband got it in his mind that he was going to make a chocolate mousse because it is my favorite thing, like a dark oh. chocolate, maybe a hint of espresso mousse. So he, New York Times Cooking, which we are avid fans, um, he had a recipe and he was just convinced it didn't work and it didn't set and he was so frustrated because he started after the kids went to bed so he was down in the kitchen at like 9 30 trying to make chocolate mousse for us so we could watch the crown and enjoy chocolate mousse sweet and he brought it up and it was basically (laughs) drinking chocolate it was kind of a hot mess it was liquid and i just left it on my bedside as one does because i didn't take it back downstairs to put in the kitchen Right. The next morning, it was perfect. It had totally set. He just was <laughs> impatient. It was mousse and fluffy and everything. And he had put some smoked salt on the top. Oh, and it was, so good. It was perfection. So I had it for breakfast. Yeah, that's, you did? Yeah. The best coffee. thing about mousse is that it's just basically chocolate whipped cream. Like, that's why I love it so much. It's 
Okay, so I never thought good. of it that way, but yes, 100%. Right? Yes, the I vote yes on that. So good. I'm not oh much gosh. of a dessert person, but mousse. I'm all for the mousse. Oh, mousse is so good. I'm mm. here for that. It's good. Delicious. You know what, guys? When I think about romance, I think about a few things that have gone wrong in my life because I have dated a few people that should <gasps> never have been dated. Tell me everything. And this is such a funny story. It was like funny, not funny. But I remember dating this guy, and he was in the church. He was serving the Lord, but he wasn't really. And um, I didn't know. That's how they I was get like, you. Mm-hmm. I was like six <laughs> months in, and I'm like, have, have you met the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you actually know his name? Because he is not the Lord of your life. Ooh. And one of the first clear indicators that, of course, I ignored because I stayed in the relationship six months longer than I should. But we were at the Cheesecake Factory. All right, this is, you know, this is perhaps red flag number one. Okay? Like, it's perhaps red flag number one. Now, I'm, I'm here for the Cheesecake Factory. I like it. It's delicious. But, you know, this was supposed to be, like, a really nice date, and that's where yeah. it took me. So, You guys, the Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. is, like, a fancy Denny's to me. You know, I've never thought about it that way, but you're right. The menu is 700 pages, just mm-hmm. like Denny's. Just like Denny's. And they have a little bit of everything. You're right. You're right, girl. You're you right. can't be that good at everything, people. You're right. It's not so how life we're works. at the Cheesecake Factory Denny's, and then we eat our <laughs> meal, and we get to the end of it, and he literally looks at me. And by the way, at this point in his life, he's making six-figure salary. <gasps> I am an assistant, not making a lot of money. And he looks at me and says, tonight you need to pay for the meal. Because, no, he did not. Yes, he did. Because Ashley. I think we should just, you know, keep it even. So I look at him, and he had had a lot of things. And I was like, are you being serious? Did he, he have those like, avocado yeah, rolls? Because those are not cheap. Listen, I don't even know what he got, but I feel like okay. it was a lot of things and probably too many drinks. I don't even know. He was a hot mess, like hot mess express. And so those are the moments in your what life. What did you do? What well, did you actually do? Did you just fake an injury? You, Okay, so here's what happened. Back in the day, now this is when I'm like 23, 24. I wasn't quite the girl of gumption that I am now, where I would really just tell you all about yourself. Yeah. Because I was <laughs> newly saved. And pre-newly pre saved, I would tell you all about yourself. That was zero problems with probably a lot more colorful words. Than so you were getting sanctified. You were just... I was. And I'm like, Lord, I probably need to offer him grace. But I thought grace meant absence of truth. And so <laughs> I didn't know how to marry the two yet. So I did pay for my own meal. And several things like this were happening throughout our entire relationship. So when I think about romance, very often I think about the things people, we think people are supposed to do with us. And I'm reminded and triggered of that time in my life oh my goodness. where I did way too much for another person. They were not doing their part and they were constantly taking and never, ever giving. And very often I found myself in those romantic relationships. So as I grew out of that, what romance began to mean to me was more about integrity and more about yeah. authenticity and more about someone who has strong relationships in their life, someone who can be responsible for themselves, someone who was generous, someone who was loving, and it became less about sunset dinners on the beach (laughs) and like walks in the park and all the things that I think, you know, romance should be. And I'm not anti any of those things. That's beautiful. But the crux of romance for me is really about cultivating reciprocity and meaning and authenticity and integrity, because that is the stuff that you can really springboard an incredible relationship from. So absolutely, I just have so many bad romance stories straight up. Oh, well, that was a great one. I, first things first, I will personally boycott the Cheesecake Factory in your honor. (laughs) Secondly. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. (laughs) I did get a gift card for Christmas, though, to the Cheesecake Factory, and I was like, you got to give it to a friend. (laughs) No, no. They have a to-go. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So kids went down. I got myself those avocado rolls. It was great. Okay. 
and they even have an app so i had to mm-hmm. download the app it was mm-hmm. a whole thing and then i deleted it anyway okay okay let's focus here <laughs> uh the first thing that comes to mind when i think about romance is nothing pisses me off listeners that's right nothing mm-hmm. upsets me more than when women say oh i just want a guy who's funny you Mm-mm. want to build Mm-mm. a relationship with Mr. Right Mm-mm. and funny Mm-mm. is the first thing that comes to your mind. How about integrity? Mm-hmm. How about high character? Mm-hmm. How about he loves his mama? Like, surely mm-hmm. you can think of, I don't know what, 2,000 other things that matter before funny. Mm-hmm. I'm all about laughing, but that is yes. not the pinnacle of life is to just mm-hmm. be able to laugh and ignore my pain, right? Like, there has Correct. to be so much more before that. And what makes a healthy romance, Ashley? Two healthy individuals. Two Correct. people who know who they are, who are pursuing yeah. humility, kindness, grace, the fruit of the spirit. I think that's our first litmus test. Yes. The fruit of the spirit. When you are thinking about romance, I think I don't care how fine he is. I don't care. I don't care. Because guess what? He's going to need to Botox those 11s right between his eyes before you even know it. So you know what? I always joke with my husband, please know that this is something we joke about and this is not. It is just what it is. But we always joke about getting Botox with him and he's he's in on the joke. Don't worry, y'all. I'm not just telling him he needs Botox. He went from like a 15-year-old on our wedding day. He looked very, very young, little baby face to like 45 <laughs> really quick. And he's owned it. And... Uh, and you can judge me right now, listeners, for saying this about my husband. Go for it. It's fine. It's fine. I totally understand. <laughs> but we joke about it. And we're not actually going to go get a group on and get him some Botox. That's not on my list of things Correct. to do. But I'm no, just saying, if that. I would have based everything that mattered to me in a relationship on appearance right. Right. or humor, I would be up a creek. Yep. But when we can base it on who we are and who we're becoming on integrity and shared vision, on healthy communication and connection, and as Ashley said so perfectly, reciprocity, then I think Mm -hmm. we're really moving in the right direction. 100%. And I think if you don't have those things as your foundation, it becomes so much easier to enter into relationships that become emotionally abusive or manipulative, sometimes verbally abusive or neglectful, because you're not paying attention to the things that really matter. And it takes a good six months for you to actually see who somebody really is. And so if you've already engaged with somebody in a way that they haven't really even earned the right to engage with you in, you just go for broke. Then by the time they start doing things that are real red flag, no character, lack of integrity situations, then it becomes more and more difficult to leave the relationship because you're already entangled and enmeshed in a way that you didn't intend to be. And so that's why, you know, setting your heart on things like integrity and character are really important. I just got to go to the wedding of one of my dearest friends in the world, Catherine. And it was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been a part of. And she's always had a wide, broad, beautiful friendship circle. And it was so fun after knowing her for 15 years to finally be in the same room with some of these women that have been impacting her life since she was she was really young. And because I've, I've been hearing about them, you know, you feel like you know all these people. And then same thing, I was struck by the friendships that her now husband has. And when the best man got up to speak about him, he gave a speech that literally had us weeping. And he talked wow. about his friend being the glue and what it means to come alongside friends in their time of need and how he had been praying for his friend to find a wife like Catherine and just all these beautiful, powerful things. And he went through and named all the groomsmen and exactly what their relationships were and why they loved one another. And I was 
dumbstruck because wow. it, it feels more and more rare to find um, people who have that caliber of friendships. Like you can tell that they're doing life together on a consistent basis. They're laughing together and just watching them was so striking. And I wish wow. when I was younger in my twenties, somebody had told me to pay attention to who the person I wanted to date friends are because I really didn't do that. And if I look back on my dating life, aside from Cody, I can't think of a man that I dated who had good friends in his life. And I can't mm. think of a single time where they were you know, being held accountable for any of their actions, where they had someone that they were confessing temptations to, where they were you know, reaching out to others in need. And I wish that I had known that that's one of the fundamental ways that we stay in integrity, that we stay yep. in a good sense of character, that we do operate in the fruit of the Holy Spirit is having friendships in our life. And so yep. I really encourage us to look for people who have that in their life. What great indicators. I think the few things mm -hmm. I wrote down on that, and you you just totally hit on one and it's so perfect, is who is that person alone with you? Who is that person Come with on. their friends? And who is that person with superiors? How do they oh my respond gosh, to authority? This. How do they respond to Ooh. leadership? Can they be Come led? On. Can they take second place? Mm -hmm. I think in romance, it, we'd love to act like it's all chocolate and roses on Valentine's Day, but it's about working together in the same way that that, that beautiful example of the way he was the glue in friendships and really showed up for his friends and came alongside people. That is mirrored in the most intimate fashion in romance, mm -hmm. right? Yes. It is, it is about coming together and shared vision and working with somebody, even if you don't always get what you want or you're yeah. first this is not about making you happy this is about come on pursuing holiness together mm -hmm. becoming more like mm -hmm. christ and that person sharpens us in a way that is so 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 necessary yes and i feel like some women are probably sitting out there like i was and thinking to themselves that sounds like a unicorn right. <laughs> Because it really does feel like that. And I remember thinking to myself, man, this person that I desire and a person I'd like to walk alongside and the things that I'm looking for, how can that even be real? Like that isn't real. I can't see that anywhere. And I remember a mentor saying to me once like, hey, you know what? There only needs to be one. There doesn't need to be like a string of people that you're trying on or trying out or looking at. And listen, I'm for dating. I encourage women yep. to date, get online, do your things. Like I'm here for dating. It's awesome. But like wrap it up in a couple of dates if you realize like this isn't going anywhere if you feel led to explore it keep exploring it but the point is like it doesn't have to be a long string there can yeah. just be one and i i got a unicorn kind of you know because cody's not perfect either but at the same time i feel like yeah i did get the things that i was praying for and looking at my dear friend Catherine getting married and waiting the time that she was waiting and just seeing it it's like yeah they exist there are amazing people in the world that are set on partnership, who are not perfect, but have character, have integrity, have real people in their lives and are a real person themselves. And that's necessary. It exists, ladies. So on yeah. Valentine's Day, we're encouraging you to hold firm to your value mm -hmm. and hold firm to the truth that this exists in the world. We can't yeah. predict the timelines, but it's real. They exist. When we look at romance through the lens of adulting, we must remember that if we're single, or if we're married, we are looking to become the kind of person we want to attract, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So if you're waiting for somebody who has high integrity, character, kindness, honesty, truth, vision, high capacity, become that person in the way. Come waiting. on, yes. In marriage, I think it could be said. I don't think it stops once you, it <laughs> once you say I do. I think even more so, you're demanded to yeah. become the person you want and to mirror that to each other. Um, I might have mentioned this already, but. 
uh, we had a series at our church called The Theology of Love, and we talked about mm. love and friendship and love with Christ and love for the stranger. And we wrapped it up on romantic love. And he said it's oneness. It's comprehensive oneness and romance. It's mm. legal, financial, geographical, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Mm. It's all of those together. There is not one left out. Romance is the embodiment of all of those. It's not just Mm, physical. It's not just emotional. It's not just financial, legal, spiritual. It is all-encompassing, all-consuming, working together, growing together. So true. Wow. What a powerful picture because it's really true. And aren't we taught in this world that it's really only physical and emotional? And we often just grab those things first and don't continue to seek out if we're... um, connected to the person in those other ways. What a powerful way to look at it. I've also never heard a sermon like that. That's really amazing. It was really good. I'll have to, I'll have to share that one. Um, yeah. A few books I wanted to mention, actually, before we wrap this up, I would love for us to include, and I'll put these in the show notes, y'all, is Boundaries and Dating by um, Townsend and Cloud. And Sacred Marriage also is a great one. So whether if you're mm, dating or whether if you're married, I think that there's some good, good resources out there. Uh, do you have any you wanted to add to that that you love to recommend to people? No, I don't think so with books. Those are really, really good ones. I, I am hardcore Henry Cloud and John Townsend. I mean, just read them love. all. Safe People, Changes That Heal, Boundaries in Dating. I mean, they're all going to be worth your while and teach you to become the whole person that you're looking for. And I think that's really powerful. And for those who are already a whole person, you're like, lady, listen, I have a job. My life is together. I have character. I have great friendships. Listen, we're holding that space while you wait because we know that that's yeah. not easy and you don't have to work any harder to earn you know, a spouse or a partner in this life. And we want to hold that space with you too because we know so many women in our lives who are you know, in their late 30s, in their early 40s, um, in their late 40s who are still waiting for a partner but are a perfectly whole person. And, and we yeah. celebrate you and, and wait and hold that space with you as well. <laughs> Yeah, ultimate perfection. The pinnacle of creation is not to be a married woman. You totally are you. You all. are a complete person. Correct. We love you. We're here for you. We know tomorrow might be a day where you're just like, ugh, why though? <laughs> and we want to spoil you. If you are feeling like, ugh, you know what? Forget all this. I don't need chocolate. I don't need roses. I don't need conversation hearts. I don't need a $150 dinner. I just need <laughs> a pre-frozen meal from Trader Joe's. And Come on. I just need to drink some red wine out of my why though mug. Then we can help you with that. <laughs> then we can help you with that. If you post about this episode on your stories or on Facebook and hashtag why the podcast, we will find you. Mm-hmm. We will connect with you. Mm-hmm. And one of you is getting a why the mug in the mail. It's got our faces on it. And on the other side, it says our tagline. You're going to want it. It's kind of the best thing that's ever existed mm-hmm. in the history of the world. So we mm-hmm. want to bless you on this day. The year of our Lord. Valentine's <laughs> Day. The year of our Lord. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Tell your people you love them. That we can do, right? Because we can do that every day. We can do that every day. All right, listeners, we are here for you. We are rooting you on. Yes. Thank you for joining us for the journey. And we invite you to continue on. Love you so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. 
To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.